Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to my podcast. I talk about movies and books. So on this podcast, I talk about mostly movies and movie news, TV news that happen on the week in Hollywood, Korea, mostly Hollywood, of course, and sometimes India too. Mostly I tease about Indian cinema because <laughs> everyone is a superhero in Indian movies, right? So let's do it on English and let's grow a big fandom community on YouTube, on my YouTube channel. So before I go to the topics, today's topics, uh, subscribe to my YouTube guys. It will be very helpful and it will be more fun and drive me to make more videos. And subscribe to my podcast feed too. You can find the podcast everywhere like Stitcher, Apple, Spotify. You'll find the links on the link tree down in the comments below or on my YouTube channel. And of course, you'll if you listen to Spotify, you'll find the direct link to Spotify because I listen mostly on Spotify. So let's go to the topics, guys. And don't forget to subscribe and comment and like on every topic. Let's first talk about the greatest film ever made in Indian cinema history and Canada cinema history. Usually I don't talk about Indian films, but this film is a true masterpiece of a movie. The first KGF, this is KGF chapter 2. I'm going to review this a little bit, but KGF chapter 1 was absolutely fantastic. And this film was absolutely outstanding. A great successful sequel in any Indian cinema history. And this movie should be, I think it should be recognized by international viewers too, because it is so well done. Of course, there were some minor norms like Indian movies have, like a little bit of unrealistic action. And... Uh, little bit of bad CGI some CGI were acceptable they were well made but the mostly according to budget because Indian in India they don't pay a lot of money like we do they pay a lot of money but don't not like Hollywood Hollywood paid like hundreds of millions of dollars of this movie but in India it's mostly limited to 50 million 60 million at max but they do a great movie. It's acceptable because we are used to watch Indian movies like that. And it's a norm in Indian cinema. But this film was so amazing. The story was thrilling and emotional. There were a lot of emotional moments that were executed very well in this film. And the actors, like Yash, the main antagonist, was stylish and badass as usual. If anyone can rock a beard in Indian cinema that's Yash because his beard is his beard game is fantastic I should say he has the fantastic beard and it's our goal all men's goal to have a beard like this because it is so great he fits well and his style in the film is purely amazing and the action in the films was also good well choreographed action sequence and the music was like it was morally like a background montage songs instead of creating an own music video like in a different world like a romantic song on a different world or different country like usually Indian cinemas do but here they put like a montage in the movie so it fits perfectly on the film and there's a post credit scene on this film too I think this is the first Indian film to have post credits scene and it was only one post credit scene and it is well made even if it's like 30 seconds or 40 seconds it's pretty short you know post credits aren't that long it's under one minute or one minute at max and it was a good post credit scene because post credit scenes are not easily to do and the synopsis of the film is like it continued for the first one a little bit of time skip because he has saved the people from the 
El Dorado, if you can say so, the caller, what it's called, caller gold fields. And now they look up to him, they look at him like a king, and he has taken over the city of gold and tried to investigate more to see where the gold is and dig deeper and build a world to these people. Uh, and the enemies of his that took over the city before and used those people who were in labor as slaves they see him as a threat and not only them the government see him as a threat so the movie is basically about how he's gonna manage the threat and how to handle it in a smart way because he handles everything in smart way and of course there is a villain that people fear is played by Sanjay Dutt and I'm not gonna spoil anything about that because there is a story reason why they fear him and he was a great antagonist he did so well because Sanjay Dutt has this menacing look in his face you know when he just look at you <laughs> you'll be scared he's a great actor and how we execute the scenarios the dialogues everything is so menacing he was a true effing antagonist on this film and of course the other actors did also well the labors the children did very good the children were fun in this film because they love to Rocky by as their god. They want to be like him. Rocky motivated them so they can be like him. He was a big motivation for this kid because he was their savior. And of course, he has a goal since the first film. He wants to be a king. He wants to rule Mumbai. And he has this goal. He didn't change it. He has this goal through the whole film. And you see how smart and well he discussed and talked with his enemies and how he handles the problems and issues to reach his goal in the film. And it's done so well in this film. You like every minute of the film, you're like in the edge of your seat on what's gonna happen. Is it gonna go good? Is it gonna go bad? Everything is so well directed of the film. Trust me, this film should be recognized internationally. And according to me, it should at least get an Oscar nominee for next year. Who knows? Maybe. Maybe it will. We'll see. And of course, the cinematography, editing, the technical stuffs, we have to talk about it. Because the production design of this film, this the design of the color fields, the design of the desert and the city, the where the labor works, and like they love Rocky, they see him as a king and savior. All the production design and costumes were really well fitted on every environment. Like how the labors look like when they work hard on the on a color field on a field with sand and desert it was absolutely amazing, and the CGI was a little bit eh. You can't say it's good because it's not the pillar of Hollywood CGI. It's like a little bit between good and bad because some CGI were executed very well, but otherwise the production design the thing the thought they put on this film the work they have put on the design of this film with the houses, uh, cities, labors, everything, the desert was so well done. And of course the cinematography and the editing of this film was so well paced. Where there's a shot like every action scenes when they're changing their angles, it was so well done. And uh, every like car chasing scenes and everything and his introduction was so well filmed. And it really keeps you thrilled and excited when you watch the film and get you hooked for the film like how they handled this the visual picture from a script and of course the cons not big like I told you the story has nothing bad about it the cinematography the editing 
the film, the cast, nothing was bad. Everything was well done. The cons of this film was, as I told you before, the CGI. And it was because it was in Indian cinema, they don't put budget like Hollywood cinemas do. Not even in South Korea on TV shows. You can see the CGI's are pretty bad most of the times. So I don't know about the economic stuff, so don't ask me about that. But I have like studied every budget because I'm a big VJ fan of the Tamil film industry. So every time I see his films, not now, but before I look at the budget, okay, it's a big budget, everything will look good. But it's not like that. The salaries are higher for every actor and in india most south indian and bollywood they look at the actor they don't audition the actors they just write the script with the actor in mind okay let's have salman khan for this movie this movie is made for vijay this movie is made for shahrukh khan hirti roshan they do like that but the women of the the main women or what is the main female lead to be correct sorry for my english guys it's not perfect male female lead they usually audition them most of the times they have one female role one woman in their mind because they they just want to get one to be a good pair for the protagonist they don't like make do auditions for uh, the women's on for their role they just choose one and more and the other 50 percent they like keep auditioning and they did that before but now they just choose the hottest girl in the cinema and pick her and of course most of the films they don't give her a big role like small role be there be there and like that that's how they do in india it's like nepotism if you could nepotism if you could if you know the word they favor someone or if someone is a children of a big actor family even if the actor is pretty bad he can't act or she can't act they will put that person as a main role too i don't know why they do it who gives a shit as long as we can do movies? It's not good, I know, but what can we do? Nothing. But that's the big cons of Indian cinema lineage. And, of course, some action scenes were unrealistic, as told before. But that's like a norm in Indian cinema. But I have to say one thing. I think Tamil film industry and the Bollywood film industry, 100% the Bollywood film industry, should learn from South. Tamil is South, but I mean the great South. Like Kannadega or Kannada, I don't know how to say that. Uh, the Malayalam cinema and Telugu cinema, because they do something different. They often do different. Most of the films are the same, but they do. They have great directors that goes from the comfort zone and make epic films. Like Telugu film industry has done it a lot of times. Rajamouli himself, he has done Triple R, which is a good film. Uh, Bahubali, uh, Iga, uh, Magadira. There are so many great films they have done. And they have most of the Tamil films are remake of Indian uh, Telugu films. Great storytelling films like gangster films or action films. Mostly from Telugu and even Bollywood copies from South. Malayalam are good to make realistic stories. They do, they keep their budget low and they make try to make a realistic movie as possible. And they don't have like unrealistic action scenes so much. They keep it simple and do simple. So that's my wish that Tamil and Bollywood learn from these uh, Canada and Telugu Malayalam cinema to make great story instead of just take one big actor, make an action film without any stories and make a couple of million rupees. That's not what we want. Uh, there was a movie that was released simultaneously with KGF called Beast and I'm a big Vijay fan, I'm a huge Vijay fan, everyone knows that. But 
the Beast movie wasn't that good. It was okay. The shopping mall scenes, everything there was good. But the movie had so many unrealistic actions. And the movies for marketed for just pure action scenes, not the film itself. And the film had so much unrealistic actions, scenes that they didn't even need, like fake Top Gun scenes in the end. They should have removed that from the film. But they just want to show, hey, we can do this, even though the CGI looks ass crap. And same time, and the same thing with Ajit's new film, Vadime, if you have seen that. That also, they did so good, and then they mixed the family sentiment because they think it will kick the shit out of people's emotions. But that was bad. Like, and there was a meme, or not meme, a comment on Facebook. I don't want to say who that, who made that comment, or a picture said they com they were comparing Beast with KGF. And they were only talking about Beast made 200 crores in three days. 200 crores, think about 200 million Indian rupees. I don't know the exact value. And they were compared to KGF, which is, the big, which is a big film, which made more money. But they were comparing the KGF dub version, Tamil dub version with Beast Tamil. I don't know what the hell. <laughs> and many people in the comments were agreeing with me. I wrote, we don't want cinema with big actors. We want big, great films with the actors we work with and i think that's what everybody wants because everybody is used to hollywood cinema great storytelling you shouldn't you shouldn't under, underestimate the public yes there are some of course hardcore fans even if the films is shit of the favorite actor would say oh it's the best film i was once that before when i was a kid so yes that's my only wish for indian cinema bollywood tamil to learn from canada Telungu, Malayalam, to make great movies with storytelling. You don't have to make massive actions, just make good storytelling, like KGF, for example, or there are, uh, what, what more we have, uh, Manadu, which was about time travel, but it was well executed. It was a great film, like that. That's my wish for Indian cinema. The whole Indian cinema to do to focus on good story than the actor himself or the actress. So overall, this film is amazing. I gave it 4.9 of 5 because the cons, we have to count the cons, guys. We can't ignore the cons. And that's just the usual, usual norm that uh, Indian cinema used to. Uh, unrealistic action scenes and bad CGI. That's the only con here. But the movie itself, the story, the technical department, the production value, the cinematography, editing, screenplay, everything was top-notch. Everything was top-notch. So if you haven't watched this film, please watch it. If you are international viewer, not India, not you know you're not used to watch Indian films, watch this film because it is great. Watch the first before you watch the second because it is a continuously sequel from the first film. So you won't understand the shit if you watch the second one and then the first one. It won't make sense. So please, if you have seen the film, write in the comments what you thought about the film without spoiling. And if you haven't seen it, please watch it. So let's go for the first big announcement of this week is that the Dungeons and Dragons film has got his official title, which is called Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves. And the cast of this film is Chris Pine, of course. He is the protagonist and had Michel Rodriguez, Regier, Regier Jean Page, I don't know how to pronounce that name, I'm sorry, Justice Smith from Jurassic World, and Sophia Lillis from It. And Hugh Grant is gonna be the bad guy here. It's only written the bad guy in this article. I don't know what kind of bad guy because I haven't played Dungeons and Dragons, guys. I haven't played it, but I really want to try it out because it looks fun. Like if you have seen in 
what the sitcom called the Big Bang Theory. They play a lot of Dungeons and Dragons. And of course, it's Stranger Things, one of the best shows of the world made on Netflix. They play a lot of Dungeons and Dragons. It's a board role playing game. You guys who plays it knows it and knows very well uh, how popular this game is. And apparently, this movie is the movie of Dungeons and Dragons have already been done like in the 80s and 70s, which was pretty bad, as I heard from all the different podcasts I listened to and news I read. But let's see. I don't know how this movie is going to be, but the script writers and directors are really great. It's Jonathan Goldstein and John Francis Daly. They have directed the Game Night, which is a phenomenal comedy film. And they have also written the scripts for Horrible Bosses, which is also a fantastic film. I laughed out loud so much on that movie, like the cast was really great. And of Charlie Day, Jason Sudeikis was awesome. And of course, uh, Jamie Foxx, he was hilarious in this film. That film made me love normal comedy films that I don't usually watch a long time ago. And of course, they have written the script for Spider-Man Homecoming. One of the greatest Spider-Man films. Not the best film, but one of the greatest Spider-Man films in the MCU. And this movie is going to be action-adventure. According to Chris Pine, he's talking that this is going to have a little bit of 80s Goonies vibe. If you haven't seen Goonies, I don't know what you're doing. That, that movie is great. It's like a classic, adventure, family-friendly classic. Really fun to watch. Really amazing how the kids are playing their role. How well they play their role. And of course, Josh Berlin is in the film. He's the big brother of the main protagonist, who is, I don't know the actor's name, but he plays Samwise Gamgee on uh, Lord of the Rings. And it also tells that the movie is going to have a little bit of Game of Thrones and Princess Bride kind of uh, mix in the film. I have watched Game of Thrones. I'm not the big fan of Game of Thrones. I like it. It's a good show, of course. It's, it's fun. I got interest in the show, it got me hooked like in the middle of the season, like season 4 or 5, after Joffrey died, well, spoiler alert, <laughs> the, movie, the show came like 10 years ago, that episode, and Jon Snow took over and he's fighting for his kingdom, his mountain, those episodes were really great, and Sansa was amazing, the kid, Arya or Sansa, the little kid, who became an assassin later, who's Jon Snow's little sister, she was amazing, the story was thrilling from there, but before... I, got a, I had a hard time to get to the show. I only watched it because people were raving about it. It was like biggest hype of that era. Like in the 2010s. It was big and the show is pretty popular too. I'm going to watch, of course I'm going to watch the spin-off, uh, The House of Dragons. I'm going to watch that. Uh, Matt Smith is in it. A lot of great cast. And they say this is going to be a huge... The production value for the show is going to be huge, so it will be like a movie kind of vibe. Not like Lord of the Rings show that is coming like in September. That has a huge uh, production value, like $1 billion for the whole thing. That's huge. But of course, I don't know about Dungeons & Dragons movies. Maybe it will be good. The directors and the script writers are great. They have done great projects. They have written great scripts, like Spider-Man Homecoming. Which one was everyone's favorite when it released? And Horrible Bosses, which was a great film. But let's see, Chris Pine is saying that it's gonna be like Goonies Vibes too, so maybe I will check into that. If when the movie is released, I'm gonna watch it surely. If it gets really bad critic score, then maybe I won't. But 
let's see the movie's gonna release next year i think or they haven't released the release date i don't think they have started even filming yet. yeah they're gonna release spring next year so they have started filming so anyway guys write what you think about this have you played dungeons and dragons if you have tell me how it is write on the comments how the game process is because it's very big you can play a different kind of, kind of role play and have you watched the old Dungeons and Dragons film and did you like it? Please write down the comments and we can take a discussion there. And of course, we have to talk about the new Thor and Love Thunder trailer. It reached 209 million views within 24 hours, which is pretty big for an English movie trailer. And of course, the past big tires were Infinity War, which is 230 million, sorry, not 3 million. And of course, Avengers Endgame, which reached 289 million but the crown still belongs to spider-man no way home which raked 355.5 million views in the first 24 hours of course the movie had big hype the rumors were spreading like toby is back andrew's back and of course people watched the trailer because they were expecting to see them in the trailer which is wasn't which is good because i didn't believe these those rumors and when i watched the film spider-man man it was amazing as you can see in the trailer, if we uh, put back a little bit, this is Russell Crowe as Zeus, and this is Olympus. So Greek gods are going to be introduced on the Thor Love and Thunder and onto the MCU, which is really good because I love Greek mythology and Marvel has dug dive into Greek mythology when they created the Greek heroes like Zeus. Hercules is a hero. He was in Avengers 2. And maybe we can get a tease about Hercules in this film. We don't know yet. Because this is still a teaser. We don't know so much about this film. Except that Gore the God Butcher is going to be the antagonist of this film. Which is played by Christian Bale. And he's like an assassin. The Gore the God Butcher is not a spoiler. This is from the comics and all the great comic readers on YouTube I have seen. Gore the God Butcher is an alien. He lost his family on the war his planet was his world was like in a civil war it was destroyed and gore was praying for gods to save his family but no one helped him so he grew this uh he grew up this hate for gods and started killing all the gods all the gods he was hunting the gods and killing them so that's gonna be a main plot point for this film of course marvel studios gonna change that and make their own movie because they only take source material from the comics not from one comic from hundreds of comics and make it make their own story like in um, movie night steven grant is like bruce wayne character playboy rich businessman but in the moon Knight show he's like a lovable innocent character a loser but a guy who you want to be friends with when you watch and oscar isis is phenomenal moon Knight. if you have watched moon Knight, write down in the comments if you love it write it down one of the greatest shows Marvel Studios has released. It's absolutely fantastic. Uh, the latest episode was a sure cliffhanger. It was like, what the F is happening on the show? We don't know yet, but maybe we will know more on the next episode. But this is not going to be a breakdown of uh, Moon Knight. Okay, this is about Thor. So, yes. And as you see, Zeus is here. So we can expect, like, Hercules maybe. And when you go further down the trailer, there's the fun moment, really fun moment in the trailer. Yes, here, 
man, this is most I laughed out loud. Look at Chris, Chris Hemsworth's face. Man, this guy is a genius. He knows how to execute a comedic face because I have read interviews with Taika Waititi, how Chris Hemsworth is really fun guy. He's a comedic genius. He's like really fun. And you can see he has done a great cool store and we see a lot of comedic uh, humors of him on Thor Ragnarok, which was one of the greatest films in the MCU. And of course, he's really fun in the Men in Black, the shit movie, the piece of crap <laughs> that he made. That movie is bad, guys. If you loved it, of course, it's good for you. But I didn't love it. I'm sorry. And then I didn't see the Ghostbusters, the uh, latest one with female-led cast. Uh, but I heard he was pretty fun there. But he really showed his comedic genius in uh, Ragnarok and Infinity War. And I really, I'm really hyped to see the chemistry between him and Chris Pratt, Starlord, because those two in Endgame and Infinity War were hilarious. Like Chris Pratt was jealous of how handsome he looked and how Jack he looked, and he tried to imitate him every time and he's mocking him. It was really fun, guys. And when I saw the shot, I took a screenshot of this because it's really fun. And look how they play. Look, <laughs> look at this. This is really fun. And then he acted like nothing happened. And the last one, the highlight of this teaser was of course this one, the coming scene. I don't want to skip, we should watch the whole scene. This one was one of the best scene in the whole teaser. Natalie Portman as Mighty Thor, and she's absolutely a phenomenal actress. She's gorgeous. She has been my childhood crush when I was a kid since Star Wars. But look at her, she looks so badass. She's like ripped. Look at her arms, she likes ripped. Like, you don't want to mess with me. It's <laughs> really great. She has really trained for this film. And I think she's going to be a great as the Mighty Thor character. And I'm so looking forward for her role in this film. Because we haven't seen her in since uh, Thor 2, The Dark World. Which, which was not a so good movie. But that was the last time we've seen her. Of course, she was, she was playing in... She was playing in the What If series. Uh, she reprised the role in the animated series like uh, Jay. And her, I think we'll see because the trailer, I have muted the sound, but the song is Sweet Child of Mine. And the, the Sweet Child of Mine is a classic, great song from Guns N' Roses. And it fits on the trailer because I think Thor is like uh, trying to find himself where he belongs after the end game. He lost his friends. Iron Man is dead. Captain America is gone. He has lost. Black Widow is gone. He lost many people and he's trying, trying to figure out what he can do now. I think that's the main thing of the movie. And I think Natalie Portman's role, I think he misses Natalie Portman's Jane Foster. I think he misses her. So there will be a little bit of love here, romance here, and comedy. Of course, Taika Waititi is a great comedy director. He's a great director overall. And of course, the chemistry between Chris Pratt and Chris Hemsworth. Star Lord and Thor, and of course, Gore. Man, Gore is played by Taika Waititi himself. I love that character. I he, he had the best line in MCU history, like Ragnarok, when you run, when you see Loki and he disappears, the piss off Loki and he kicks and he falls down. Man, that scene was great. But false, write down the comments below. Have you seen the teaser? Of course, you have, otherwise, it won't reach this kind of milestone. And write, what do you think about it? What do you think the movie will be? Don't write if you know a little bit about the film. Or don't spoil, but just 
provide your thoughts what do you think about snoop what do you think about teaser what do you think about natalie portman here because she is jacked and ripped she looks amazing she looks truly amazing write down in the comments below and let's discuss about this in the comments and of course the next topic i'm going to talk about is about percy jackson if you know this kid if you recognize him you know how good this kid is he's like a great young actor walker scoville is gonna be our new percy jackson disney plus percy jackson show which has the original author rick riordan very engaging on this project he's like helping them to write the script he's also an executive producer for this uh, show too and this kid if you have seen the latest movie on netflix or not so new now but ryan reynolds and mark ruffalo's and jennifer garner's film adam project which is uh, directed by sean levi who's gonna direct the new deadpool 3 that's a great news we can talk about that later because and this kid played young ryan reynolds and he did that great perfectly he was amazing like a wrong young ryan reynolds you can't see that this guy is how ryan reynolds was when he was a kid in the movie because ryan reynolds it's a great actor he has his own kind of style own kind of comedic presence and this kid was executed perfectly it was great it was fun for his young age and if you see the commercials on youtube where he liked to do a commercial like ron reynolds for marketing for the adam project he was like cursing and everything the chemistry between those two is absolutely fantastic and this article come from the comicbook.com and variety and like when i saw this news and as a Walter Scoville is gonna play this role, Percy Jackson is gonna be the main protagonist. I'm so happy because I don't think any kid can do like he is. Because this kid is fun, he's great, he's good at executing dialogues, he's good at emotions, he's, he has really good facial expressions of different kind of scenarios. He's really talented, guys. He's really talented. Walter Scoville is really talented. And of course, people will think if you haven't seen Percy Jackson with Logan Lerman, which was a great actor as a Percy Jackson, which was directed by Chris Columbus, who directed the first and second Harry Potter films, you can see how good Logan Lerman was and how funny the Percy character was. He thinks he has ADHD and dyslexia, which he doesn't. He really has superpower. He thinks he, when he reads, uh, like Greek, uh, what do you tell Greek letters? <laughs> I don't know anything. I look graphics. I don't know, guys. Write in the comments how you pronounce old mythology letters. When he was reading that, he thought he has dyslexia because he's seen something different. He's like seeing the translation. But the really is, he can't read. He, th he just thinks he has ADHD and dyslexia, but he has godlike power. And of course, people think that, okay, they cast a young actor. Maybe this will be like a kid's show. No. If you have seen the Harry Potter guys, Harry Potter 1, Harry Potter 2, which was marketed to family audience, Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets, it's pretty scary a little bit when you watch it, when you was watch as a kid. Because they have mm, so much dark elements and they have a big fucking snake monster who bites like Harry or the the fangs of the snakes attached Harry when he put cut his sword through his mouth. And you can see blood all, all over it and blood splatting from the book diary of Voldemort when it was killing those memory of Voldemort. Man, it was a long time I've seen this movie. I need to see it. You see it. There is a little bit of gore and blood in that film. And of course, a great movie doesn't need blood. But it, it needs a little bit of thrill. 
and Percy Jackson. If you have read the books, you know how thrilling and funny and exciting and fantasy active it is. It's a great novel. I tried to reread it, but it was a little bit of childish, the book. But I am so happy that I read all of the books because the novels are amazing. Rick Riordan is a great storyteller for all audiences, mostly for the kids. And he's also engaging in this project because he didn't like the first two films. I really love the first film. The second film, they if you have read the book, you won't like it as much because they changed a lot on the, on the film. And of course, it's not easy to make a script from a big, fat, thick book or a novel. But this movie, I think it's going to have for mature audiences too. It's going to be like Harry Potter, like that, that kind of vibe. Because Harry Potter was for family, but it was for adults too. Even I can read the book again. It's for all audiences. It was written for all in mind. G.K. Rowling had everyone in mind to read that book. Because it's not childish, it's not too mature. It's for all audiences. And Percy Jackson, the show, it has a dark tone, really a dark tone. So this show will be family friendly and for mature audiences. That's what I think, even if they have kids that play the role. And it will, this will be good because Walker Scoville, there are five books. I don't know if they're going to do five seasons for every book. They haven't said anything about that. But my thoughts are they're going to do five seasons for every book. First season is going to be Lightning Thief. First and second season is going to be... Oh, what was that? I forgot the name. Third season is about the Clash of Titans or something. And the Battle of Labyrinth. It was, I think every season will have the name of the books. And of course, may, the book is continuing continuing after five books. The Heroes of Olympus. Maybe they will do that too. And then Walker Scoville will be adult. So if they continue, if the show succeed, which I hope, I really hope, because Rick Riordan is engaging in this project so i really hope and they already have scripts for the first four episode with hard work and rick Riordan, of course was engaging mm -hmm. with these scripts and the script writing so i really hope i think this show will be phenomenal i really hope so disney knows what they're doing of course all the shows that are released on disney plus wasn't that good except the Marvel, Star Wars, and the Hulu projects, the Fox Studios' own TV shows. But I think this, they are really focusing to make it great. Not like that Artemis Fowl film, that was pure shit. But I think this will be great, and they have a great actor as Percy Jackson. So let's see, but write in the comments, what do you think about this? Have you seen the Adam Project? Do you like uh, Walker Scoville's work at that film? He, he's great, according to me, he's great choice as Percy Jackson. But write what you think. I want to know what you think about this uh, decision that Disney made and R Rick Riordan made to have Walter Scoville and Percy Jackson. Write down on the comments below and let's discuss it, discuss it there. And of course, we have to talk about Marvel when we talk about Disney. So, the Iron Heart series on Disney Plus has found its director, which is Sam Bailey and Angela Barnes. Ryan Coogler's his company, Proximity, will also produce the series. And Ryan Coogler is so engaging with Marvel Studios because he's done a great work with Black Panther. Which was not my favorite film. It didn't kick out for me like it kicked out for most of you guys. But the movie overall is a pretty good movie. It was Oscar nominated for many things. Many, it got Oscar nominated for many categories. So the movie is a big pillar point for Marvel. So of course he's going to direct the future Black Panther movie. The Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Uh, it's the sequel to Black Panther. Uh, 
maybe we will see something on the CinemaCon, which is next week. And of course, I'm not going to talk about that much if it doesn't release online, because CinemaCon is for theater owners, directors, producers, journalists, film journalists. It's gonna be. It's not gonna be live streamed as they do with E3 or D23 Expo or Disney Investor Meeting. It, it's not for us common audiences or film pundits. It's more for, as I told you, those who works in the movies or those who works in movie news channels or journalists, like for those people. But of course, but of course, uh, the movie YouTubers, the movie buffs are gonna. Have talk about it of course John Campia one of my favorite youtubers is gonna talk about it on his live streams in the, from next week he, he will cover all of the cinema accounts and he's great you also subscribe to his channel and it is this is not sponsored by him or anything I love his channel he's a great he is great youtuber he knows a lot about movies than I do because he has local films so he's a great youtuber and he has podcast feed the John Campia show go, go look for it on YouTube so you can follow the CinemaCon live streams. And of course, Riri Williams is this woman here. She loves Tony Stark. She's a smart engineer student. She takes the legacy of Tony Stark Iron Man and creates a character called Iron Heart. And of course, these directors have been Emmy nominated for their works in Brown Girls and Teenage Bounty Hunters. So they're going to direct this series and I'm really happy they are taking big names to direct the Disney Plus shows because they want the quality Marvel Studios focus on quality and Disney overall looks for quality in their shows they put a lot of budget on their shows of course if you compare all the Marvel Studios series from WandaVision to Hawkeye if you look at Moon Knight some CGI's were like TV budget but I think they were saving most of the budget for big epic CGI scenes or characters like Conchu. That character was great, has a great CGI and the Jackal who is hunting for Moon Knight and Moon Knight action scenes and stunt scenes and CGI scenes for Moon Knight character was really well created. So I think they put a lot of budget for that one. So it gets like realistic view of the Moon Knight character. Anyway, I don't care. I love the show and it's keep me thrilling and edgy to see every time I watch Moon Knight. But of course, Dominic Thorne, who has been played in her, uh, the latest, not the latest film, but uh, it was Oscar-nominated film, the, Ju the Judas and the Black Messiah. She played a critical role there. So she is going to play Ironheart, Riri Williams, in this show. So I think we can expect this show next year because they have found their directors, they have the script, they have everything. Now the directors are going to direct the show. And I'm really excited for this show. Uh, Everything that's created by Marvel Studios, I might put it because I love what Marvel is doing with the Marvel Cinematic Universe and their projects. For those people who are confusing between Marvel and Marvel Studios, every film and TV show who has the Marvel Studios logo are connected to each other. Morbius and Venom are not exactly connected with the Marvel Studio Universe, the MCU, but there have been some hints because Venom, at the end of post-credit scene of Venom 2, he suddenly appears on the MCU, watches Tom Holland on the news, and licks the screen for some creepy way. And then on the No Way Home post-credit scene, he like returns back to his Sony-verse, his own world, but leaves a little bit of Venom symbiote on the end. So maybe on the next Spider-Man Tom Holland film, we'll see some kind of dark scenarios with the Venom symbiote. 
and of course the Morbius postcard scene is purely shit. It's, it doesn't make any sense. If you have seen the Morbius, you know that. I'm not gonna spoil it here. But I'm really happy they're going forward with the show and I'm really looking forward for this project. Tell me what you think about the comments. Have you read the comics of Ironheart? Do you like the character Ironheart? Describe a little bit about her because I don't know so much about her. I just know she admires Tony Stark and she's the legacy of her character. She, she takes the Iron Man armor and make her own Ironheart armor. So really nice we see the expanding of the Iron Man world. And I think we're going to see Don Cheadle here too as a cameo or something. Maybe she will help Riri Williams with the Ironheart costume. Maybe she will. he will see that there is another Iron Woman and maybe try to get connect, connected with her. So let's see. We don't know what the show is about yet, but there are some hints that she will be maybe introduced in the Black Panther film, which we'll maybe see a trailer or something or a poster of the film overall next week or maybe week after because CinemaCon, CinemaCon covers every studio's project like the, a year forward they will talk about the project that is coming within one year a little bit more than one year so black panther is releasing november so there's no chance they will miss out that and of course disney is going to have the presentation and of course we're going to see avatar 2 in some way or another in the disney presentation on the CinemaCon. but anyway what do you think about this if you know about the iron Heart character uh, write it in the comments share your experience with the Ironheart comics, if you liked it, if you loved it, whatever, write it on the comments and let's discuss everything there. And the next news topic, which is from Deadline, let's talk about these three, Will Ferrell, Will Ferrell Margot Robbie, and Ryan Gosling. As you know, as I mentioned in past podcast in Swedish, now I'm only going to do English, the past episode in Swedish, but if you have listened, you know. But Warner Brothers is going to make a Barbie movie, a live-action Mar Barbie movie with Margot Robbie starring as the iconic doll Barbie and Ryan Gosling as Ken and of course we have America Ferrera which is known from Ugly Betty, uh, Superstore, Kate McKinnon and Simu Liu which we know from Shang-Chi and Kim's Convenience and Will Ferrell is also joining the cast for Barbie film we don't know yet what he's going to play but when you see the cast, I highly anticipate the movie is going to be really fun. People will know why are we talking about Barbie. But the director and the co-writer of this film is Greta Gerwig. And she has done amazing films. If you look at their IMDb page, she has done Night and the Weekends, Lady Bird, Little Woman. And Barbie is her latest film. So she's not going to do like a typical doll story. I think she's going to make more of a family-friendly, more realistic movie than a typical Barbie doll story or something. As I mentioned, we don't know the plot details yet, I guess they haven't mentioned anything, but they are marketing this movie and they try to market this movie as a big film for Warner Brothers. And it's about Barbie and all the young Barbie fans, <laughs> all the little girls who are grown up with Barbie will maybe anticipate this film. This is not going to be animation, it's going to be live action, comedy drama maybe. We don't know very much, but the director and the co-writer has a great track record of directing great female-driven films. And when she's going to do this, we can anticipate it's going to be maybe a good film. 
she's co-writing the film too so it's maybe gonna be a great film and of course who doesn't love will ferrell please he's a great comedian he's fun in anything he's in even commercials he's really fun there's a swedish commercial called about lunar bank lunar he's like doing great things he's like funny in that commercial he's using his iconic comedic sense and charm of that commercial so this guy's really fun and it'll be great it'll be fun to see what will ferrell will play in this role maybe he will be the manager of the uh, the brand is gonna make the barbie doll we don't know the movie yet but i think he's gonna make have an iconic role in this film but of course we have Simu Liu, and we, he's also a fun actor, he's not just a great actor, he's also a fun actor. America Ferreira is also a fun actress, Kate McKinnon is also fun. So, they're a great cast in this film, they're pumping up great cast in this film. I don't know, maybe we can expect more cast, maybe, who knows, if Jim Carrey hasn't retired, maybe we'll see him, I don't know. There's a lot of possibilities in this, guys. I know we don't have much details of this film, we just have the cast and the director. And of course the cast will grow the further they go through the project so we will see what happens i think the film is going to release next year of course margot robbie is one of the producers of this film and just looks like she's truly engaging with this film and she's outstanding gorgeous she's really beautiful and she is perfect as barbie the character barbie so let's see let me write what you think about this do you love the new cast member will ferrell truly a funny and great actor what do you think about this is this gonna be a fun movie it's gonna be a shit movie who knows we never know let's see the end result i trust greta she's a great director as you see her track records little women ladybird are phenomenal films i think she's gonna nail this i think she's the best director for this film and of course she's writing and she has written mostly all of her projects so let's see, but write in the comments what you think about this guys. Is this a fun news? Are you excited for this? If it's a good film, if it's a good storytelling, of course I will watch it. If it gets good uh, critic score on Rotten Tomatoes, great reviews overall, of course I will give it a chance on cinema. But write what you think and let's discuss on the comment section. So the next topic I want to talk about is about this man, Jason Momoa. He's gonna star on the live action adaption of Minecraft. Yes, the live-action adaption of a very popular video game, Minecraft, which is a big franchise now. There are different iterations of Minecraft, like Minecraft story-based game and Minecraft as, as it is. I haven't played Minecraft myself, but he's going to star the protagonist of the Minecraft movie. It's going to be produced by Warner Brothers. And the Napoleon Dynamite filmmaker Jared Hayes, Jared Hess is going to direct the film. And I don't know. Like, I haven't played Minecraft myself, but I've seen gameplays. My, I have friends friends who played Minecraft. To me, it looks brutally boring game. It's not my kind of game where it's block-based, you build something, and then some kind of monsters come and try to take over and destroy your blocks, and you destroy them with your hammer or pickaxe or whatever. But a movie, I don't know how it's going to be played. Are they going to take adaption from the story-based game? There's a story-based game for Minecraft, which is focused on story and linear campaign. And of course, the Minecraft itself, which is, it is a huge game, but it didn't uh, live up to me. I didn't, it was not my type of game. But of course, people who played it, they have over 100 millions of users plays Minecraft 
Minecraft till date. And there are people talking always about Minecraft in gaming channels. And overall, when you talk about your friends about this game or games overall, what you're playing, blah, 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 they all will tell Minecraft. I have cousins who play Minecraft on the phone, Xbox, consoles, whatever. It's not my kind of game. I've tried it. It was not fun. I'm a story-driven gamer. I like story-driven games. I don't like the art style too. I'm not talking shit about it. I have huge respect for this game because it's big. It's a phenomenal, huge phenomenon. But it's not my kind of game. But how are gonna how are they gonna do a movie? It's gonna be interesting to see the end result because they they need a good story to make a game of this because the original game doesn't have a story. You make your own story. You build your island, I think, with blocks and there is a ripoff of this game too called Dragon Quest uh, Blocks or something where you are a Dragon Quest character with Dragon Quest art style and you build, it's like Minecraft but a little bit, a little bit of RPG elements of Dragon Quest itself. So I don't know how this movie will end up in the end result. Let's see how it goes. Let's see if it became any good. Because this is a hard project, trust me, this is a very hard movie to make from a video game that doesn't have a story. If they're going to take the source material of the original game, they have to make their own story. And this is not going to be, or they haven't told, but uh, this is more focused on live action film. I, I don't know how they're going to do it. Are they going to do like an epic action adventure film where it's based on Minecraft without making blocks, block based uh, environment instead of realistic based live action environments or are, are they going to do animated film if it's an animated film I have a trust that will succeed but live action film seems a little hard guys I don't know how they're going to do but if they succeed that is huge for Warner Brothers Jason Momoa of course and of course uh, the, the, the director what was his name uh, Jared yes Jared and it was overall for the production. It will be huge if they succeed. But succeed from a video game, a movie from a video game adaption is hard. For now, for me, it's only one movie that succeeded, and that's the Sonic franchise. The first one was okay, but the second one was really good. It's a film. That's a movie. 100% a good film. A little bit long, too long. Uh, it's not negative that it's too long, but they could have removed some scenes from this film. But overall, the movie is great. It's entertaining, action-packed, fun charming but I'm really excited to see how they execute this how they do this like source material is non-story driven game you make your own story you build blocks try to survive with a Lego block kind of character environments and it'll be fun to see how this movie goes it'll be exciting I'm excited to see how this movie goes guys write down the comments how you think about it Jason Momoa is a great actor let's see what interest what made him to greenlit this project for him like they're gonna tell the, they're gonna give him a script and if he liked it of course he will be in this film otherwise he won't be in this film so let me know in the comments guys what do you think about this it is a great project is it a great deal is it good is it gonna be good if you're a great pure minecraft player write down the comments maybe i have some things wrong i am telling from my perspective of the game what I've seen but if you have played the game and know a lot about this game please write on the comments below so we can discuss it there so other viewers know about it too and of course I learned something from you so 
write down in the comments and write down what you think of this news that Jason Momoa is gonna made them be the main protagonist of the Minecraft film, which is made by Warner Brothers. And the next movie gaming news I want to talk about it. It takes two. It's gonna be a live action film produced by Dwayne Johnson, the Seven Bucks production company, and it's gonna be released in Amazon Prime Video. Dwayne Johnson hinted like a couple of months ago that he's gonna do a produce a video game movie that is gonna be huge, big, and he's truly excited for it. But we don't know. The speculation was maybe Call of Duty, maybe Good Years of War, because everyone was thinking of a movie for him. Maybe he's gonna star in the movie. So the good movie for his physique and everything will be like a hard action-packed video game to a movie like Gears of Wars, which is a great game, and Call of Duty. Which, I'm not into war games, but it's a big game, or Battlefield, whatever. But he has now finally announced that he's gonna produce It Takes Two. The story of It Takes Two is about a couple who has trouble with the relationship, a married couple, and uh, their daughter. She sees there's something uh, bad about the relationship between her dad and mom, and she wishes it will be over, so she wishes something, and then... When she's sad, her tears fall down to the doll she created, which are the two dolls from the, these two. And then, from nowhere, the parents are these dolls. And the game is a co-op game. You have to like play. You have to be two players on this game, and it's a phenomenal platforming adventure game with a lot of fun puzzles, boss battles. <laughs> it's it's sick. It's crazy. And the game is directed by one of the greatest Swedish directors, Lebanese Swedish directors, Josef Fares. He's a great director from Sweden. He, made, he has made huge, great films that Swedish people love, Swedish comedies, and he has directed great games too. He's a great storyteller, he's a great visionary. So he, direct, he was the creative director for this game, and of course the creative vision behind this game. And he won the Game of the, War, game of the Year award for this game. On the Game Awards too, that's, uh, last year. And he deserves it because this game I played with my sister. It's really fun. I haven't finished this game though, but I played a bunch of this game with my sister. It was really fun. I'm gonna finish it sometime soon because you have to have you have to make two players. It's a co-op game. And it is a really fun, great game. One of the best games ever made last year. And there was a news article that Josef Fares has interest to direct this movie. And of course, I think he should because he's the right director for this. He was the creative director for the game. And now he has shown interest to direct the film. And now I think they both have discussed about this because now Dwayne Johnson has come out to the news and told the press he's going to produce with from his production company, Seven Bucks Production, a film of It Takes Two. And it's going to be distributed by Amazon Prime and it's going to release on Amazon Prime Video. We don't know if it's going to be a theatrical theatrical release too because Amazon usually have decided to release their films theatrically uh, the big movies they make of course they have bought MGM Studios they have merged with MGM Studios so they're going to have a lot of big catalog of great libraries James Bond Rocky franchise Handmaid's Tale big cat library of great content on Amazon Prime in the upcoming months and so there are rumors that he's going to star in this film too. It would be fun to see Dwayne Johnson in a comedic role because he's a great comedic actor too. He's a great actor, Dwayne Johnson. And 
him playing this dad doll, the male doll, will be hilarious to watch with <laughs> with Wayne Johnson's charisma and fun. Because he did a great role in the animated feature from Disney, Moana. He was really fun at the god, the big god, you know, and singing <laughs> and his voice acting was really fun, great. And he's a great singer. <laughs> he's he sang most of his songs that was his character on the film. So this will be interesting because this game has, it's not like Minecraft, it has a story. It has a great story, great emotional story. And it will be really interesting to see how this movie goes. And they haven't announced the directors yet, only that he's producing and maybe he's going to star in this film. But if Yusuf Fad is going to direct this film, oh my god, that will be amazing. Because he's the creative genius behind this game. So if he's going to direct the film, it will be no shit is gonna be good because he knows how to make his vision to a movie he's a good director he's not he's underestimated because he's a Swedish director I don't think he has done any Hollywood films but if he does this he's gonna entry into Hollywood maybe he's already done that I don't know I don't know big about his track record but I know some of his films I have watched and loved and games that he has been nominated for awards he has made a game with brothers uh, his brother is uh, like a protagonist of the game with the motion cap and everything like the escape thing from the prison i don't know but he has been nominated for those past two games but this game has won it made him big his name big not only in the gaming industry but in overall over the world even in hollywood so i hope i really hope that yusuf fadis is going to direct this film and i hope the amazon is going to distribute it on theatrical theatrical release not just um, uh, on the streaming service Prime Video because if this movie becomes a hit on the premieres and stuff and it, if it gets great critic scores which I hope if you're so far is, is gonna direct this I would love to watch this film on the theater on the cinema and experience the cinema vibe of this film that'll be really fun and I'm really looking forward for this project I'm so happy it wasn't like Call of Duty or Gears of War film that Dwayne Johnson is producing that he's producing a popular video game that won Game Awards and was nominated for almost like all of the awards on the Game Awards. I'm really happy to see that he's taking this approach and it will be awesome, fun. It'll be hilarious. I, I'm already hyped for this movie because it's a movie from a good game. And I, I will be really happy if Yusuf Fadis is going to direct the film because they haven't announced it yet. They don't have this. I don't think they have the script yet because the producers come forward first and then they write the script with the director. And of course, if Yusuf Fadis, as I mentioned a hundred times now, it will be awesome. But write in the comments what do you think of this. Are you happy that Dwayne Johnson is going to produce the film? Have you played the game? It's a phenomenal game. Have you played the game? Share your thoughts about the game in the comments. And if you are like me, do you think that Yusuf Fadis should direct the film instead of other directors? Because I think he's the best fit for this film. Because he's the creative genius behind this game. So write in the comments below what you think of that and let's discuss it there. Now let's talk about the Fast and Furious franchise. The Fast and Furious, the film film, has finally got its logo and finally got its title, which is pretty neat. Fast X. I like this title instead of Fast and Furious 10, they call it Fast X. I think that's it's a really good title and the logo looks phenomenal. It's look really badass, edgy and nice. And I think the X stands out. I think that's a great title for the film. I'm not hyped about this film because 
last one wasn't good and the eighth film wasn't good either i didn't like it i like the past movies except the fourth and second one i like the first one third one i love third one fifth one sixth one seventh one was great but the eighth one wasn't so good according to me and the ninth one was bad but fast and furious makes money it's a money-making franchise and of course Vin Diesel of course is a great actor he's badass as Dominic in the film they say this is the first I think this was the I think the 11th one will be the final film this is the first first half of the fi franchise final chapter or maybe this 10th film will be double films part one part two we don't know yet but there's gonna be two movie with with counting the 10th one there's gonna be two films and the next one will be the final movie for the franchise or the Fast and Furious franchise and Fast and Furious franchise is pretty big it's phenomenal really big it has a great fan base it's the only movie that used great cars great stunt scenes and actions and of course unrealistic bad like the latest one they go to space I don't know and this movie is going to release May 19th, 2023. Maybe it will, maybe will be delayed. We don't know yet because, of course, they're taking the COVID precautions when they're making movie right now, the, all of the studios. And, of course, the newcomers are like Jason Momoa is going to play the villain. Brie Larson is in there. And I hope, I highly hope, and I beg, I don't think, I hope that Brie Larson doesn't give the idea idea to make Fast and Furious crossover with Marvel Studios even though if she does that even though the director are interested in it I don't think Marvel Studios will sell hell no we're not gonna make crossovers there it would fit it would be totally crazy idea it would be crazy it will ruin the Marvel Studios name I don't think they should do it either way yeah she had she had an idea she thought it would cool that's up to her but let's see the film Yes, of course, the old cast are going to return. Han is going to return. And uh, Charlize Theron is going to return. We don't know about John Cena, if he, he's going to return. And we don't know who will wake up from the dead, like past films. <laughs> like Han. He died twice in the film, in the franchise. At least we thought he died in the third one. But the seventh one, they showed him really be killed by Jason Statham. When from nowhere, he returns on the last film I just what the hell will they resurrect uh, Gal Gadot I know she literally died in the film to save Han <laughs> will she be resurrected too I don't know guys there's hopes they will maybe do that they will may, maybe make a CGI mock-up character of Paul Walker I hope they don't all respect to him hope they rest in peace Paul Walker I don't I hope they don't go that I, I hope they don't cross that line but I think maybe Gal Gadot will return. Like, I had a hunch before the 8th film was released, the 7th film. 8th uh, film, I mean, not the 7th film. I had a hunch that maybe Han will return. Because the people who died in the film were returning. The antagonist of the 6th film, which was played by, I don't know the name, but he was like Jason Statham's brother in the film. He returned from the dead. I don't know how. It was really... I don't know how it was sick fancy but and then Han is have returned I don't know how he returned he literally died in the seventh film and there are a hundred percent possibilities that Gal Gadot will return in the film too we don't know yet if you hear about this you heard it her first but 
let's see we don't know yet we don't know what this movie is going to be about but of course the past films have their wild imagination have like blown up i think they're going to be robots mixed with this at logo the x1 the neat logo with the the light shining on the x1 maybe it's the him maybe robots <laughs> we don't know yet we don't know how the filming we don't know what wild imagination the creators have for this film but let's see they just announced the logo we know the title past x it's a neat title i like the title for the film of course if the film gets good critic scores i will watch it but i won't watch the last one or, or i won't say i won't if i have time to watch the ninth one just because to watch the 10th film to connect to the story maybe i will give it a chance but it's unlikely i will give it a chance man i don't think i will do it because that movie is received bad and i tried watch like first 10 minutes it wasn't that good and i don't have time to put my time on shit films but i like the fast and furious franchise overall so maybe if this movie is good i will give it a chance but let me know what you think in the comments below do you like the title fast x instead of fast 10 for me i think it looks neat but write what you think about this and we can have a discussion about it on the comments below and if you're a big fast and furious franchise write what you thought about the last film the ninth film fast and furious 9 did you like it? if you like it of course it's good for you but write what you thought about it and you can write about the film everyone has seen it i don't think people who haven't seen it won't watch it but please write in the comments so we can take a discussion of the movie there and about the title and finally let's talk about this asshole here yes he's an asshole ezra miller i highly had huge respect for his work he's was he was a great actor he's a great actor but he's a pure asshole and i will tell you why it's a big to cover this up usually i don't talk about gossip but this is huge news this is really bad and i feel really sorry and i hope the people who were affected are okay and i hope they haven't been brutally assaulted because this piece of shit done some really bad things before we go into the news deep dive in he was arrested before like in the justice league movie era and he was strangling a girl from a bar for some effing reason i don't know why just stupid uh, i don't know and he has done so much many stupid shit when he was on vacation right now at this point in time at this month when he was in hawaii uh, i'm gonna read the news article for you so we can discuss it further because it's a big topic but i really want to talk about it because this will affect the flash film my my thought i don't think they will release it i don't think they will continue shoot it now they have a new king of the house david zaslav the new chairman and ceo of warner brothers discovery after the discovery merger and he knows what he's doing and he is going to make some changes before we go into the sr mill topic i i want to tell you about this too because david zaslav want to recreate and reform the dc universe he wants a kevin feige like figure to take control of the dcu and make it like marvel studios had did the point is when i read the marvel studios book which i'm going to review in near future because it's a great biography marvel studios have been succeeding the past 14 years because of they are taking risks with their films they are introducing new characters but we don't even heard about i didn't know about i knew 
a lot of stuff about Marvel, but I didn't know about some characters they introduced in the films, like Guardians of the Galaxy, which is phenomenal films, great characters, and the game is absolutely gorgeous, great story-driven, amazing game. You have to play that game. I made a video about this. I talked about my last podcast on Swedish, the past episodes, but the video version didn't look so good. It was like the frame were lagging, but the audio was clear, but the frame was lagging, lagging. so I didn't uh, post it on YouTube. But I talked about that game. That game is fantastic. It had the Guardians of the Galaxy DNA we knew about from the films. We know about that. And we know the movie was great. It's funny, funny characters. And the game had a great story narrative on the game. The whole process of the game. Great storytelling, exciting, great gameplay. Uh, and the game won Best Story Narrative Award from the Game Awards. Because it is a good game. It was underappreciated it was really underestimated because it was releasing from square enix production the game was created by Eidos entertainment which is a square enix studio the square enix produced another marvel game which is called avengers which wasn't that good to be honest uh the beginning stage of the game was great but then after you have the whole you have a base you walk through the base you choose a mission and then it's like dynasty wars kind of game boring game otherwise the game could have been really great if it was narrative like a singular campaign with different characters. The only cons I had about the game, Rise of the Galaxy, it would be more fun to play different characters. Trust me, the character control with Star-Lord is great and it's smooth and the control of other characters, the tactics you use on battle are also great because the character has great moves. But it will be fun, maybe they will do in the second game because no shit, there's gonna be a same game because the first game was hugely popular, hugely popular. Great reviews, and it is a good game. Great story, fun, and everything. So I think that on the second one, we can switch between characters and play like them. It will be more fun. So if you haven't played that game, play that now because it's free on Game Pass if you have Game Pass subscription. So, and yeah, so David Zaslav wants to make DCU, wants to reform the DCEU beginning from the start, try to connect everything they win. They want to do like Marvel Studios, which I highly respect. I wanted to hear this news for so long to make great movies of these comic book characters. They have made some movies, but all of them films weren't so popular. Like of 10 films, like four films were good. Marvel Studios made every movie great. Of course, there were some movies that was boring, like Captain Marvel and stuff like that, but they became hugely, hugely successful. They made money, over a billion dollars, like every movie, almost majority of their film made over a billion dollars at the box office. So, there's Asla want to do like that, so it will take time, but I hope this EU will go to good phase from now, but... Now let's go to the Ezra Miller and why I think the Flash movie, which many people anticipated, won't be released. Or they'll do some reshoots, new actor reshoots. And I will tell you who the new Flash should be. So, the, for the second time in many months, the actor has been arrested by Hawaii Police Department. The Hawaii Police Department said in the statement today that shortly after 1 a.m. on Tuesday, April 19th, 2022, the 29-year-old visitor from Vermont was arrested for secondary assault after an incident at the residence. 
During the course of this investigation, police determined that the individual later identified as Ezra Miller became irate after being asked to leave and reportedly threw a chair, he threw a fucking chair, striking a 26-year-old female on the forehead, resulting in an approximate half-inch cut. This is bad. I hope this woman feel, go, feels well. I hope she hadn't uh, got more injuries. I hope everything's good for her, all that. But this asshole threw a chair, fucking chair, to this woman. 20 year old woman, 26 year old woman, sorry. And of course, during continues, Miller became agitated while patrons at the bar began singing karaoke. Miller then reportedly began yelling obscenities at the one point, grabbed the microphone from a, another female singing karaoke and then later launched to a 32-year-old 30, male who was playing darts. Miller, he was arrested, shot and posted bond and he was released. I don't know what Warner Brothers are doing. They're like keeping it silent, which they did at the accident that happened before where he was strangling a woman. Shortly after that midnight on Monday, Miller was visiting from Vermont arrested charge for disorderly conduct harassment and incident at the bar Hilo. On Sunday 27th, South Hilo patrol officers responded to a report of disorderly patron at the bar on Silver Street. During the course of their investigation, police determined that the man later identified as Ezra became agitated while patrons at the bar began singing karaoke. Miller began yelling obstinately as I told you before, pointing and grabbed the microphone from the 23-year-old women who was singing karaoke, disorderly conduct offense, and later launched at 32-year-old man. The bar owner asked Miller to calm down several times, and he didn't calm down. The police arrested, and he was bailed for $500. I don't know what the one was doing, but not only that, he went to the apartment where it was another apartment, and went to the hotel room where he was staying, and uh, assaulted the people in the hotel, and threatened them, and told them, Kill you, bitch. He called the slut. He was cursing to the woman. He was like behaving like an asshole. It was like, I don't know what happens to the dude. He was a great actor. He is a great actor. But he's like mind fucked or something. I don't know. But this is really bad for him. This is really bad. This will ruin his career overall. And I really hope the people who got affected by his assault are feeling well now. I really hope so. And I hope that this asshole doesn't act anymore. I hope the police takes him and give him a great sentence for the assault he did because violence is not it's not on my radar. Violence is absolutely no go. It's bad, it's really bad. And no one likes violence. No one likes this kind of violence. And of course, an A-list actor doing this, of course he's he's a human being, but you know how media is, they will rave about this. And the production, some production house, they're not like Disney. If someone does bad, they take action. They don't want bad karma or bad vibes on their studio. If someone makes a little bit of mistake, even a tweet or a statement, they'll be fired. And now Ezra Miller is fired from Warner Brothers. Of course, they have a new daddy in the house, David Zaslav. And let's see how this goes. Of course, I've loved to you about this if it goes any further. 
but how it behaved was truly piece of shit behavior it was truly bad behavior really bad this is no good this is not this is like unforgivable behavior and this this asshole needs an arrest he shouldn't be bailed he should be in prison man for the things he did assaulting female through a chair assaulting a man launched at him he was playing darts think what the consequence will be maybe that man got a dart nail stuck somewhere in his body by Ezra Miller he has dart nails are dangerous he had used like this Ezra Miller maybe used that to hurt that man we don't know yet and he hurt the woman by throwing a chair at her and she got a half inch cut which is big I don't know guys this is the thing that Hawaii Police Department has shared and Warner Brothers before they just left became the CEO and chairman to call Warner Brothers they were pretty silent they didn't we didn't get any news I was I was so engaging with this news and I tried to dig deeper but there was nothing what Warner Brothers did and then David Zaslav came in David Baba Papa David he fired him directly without no hesitation he didn't care about the flash project he just fired him they don't want the assholes like you in here go F yourself go fuck yourself that's what he did so for me if you ask if the flash movie do will I watch the flash film if it's released and of course I will because I don't care about him I just care about the film and of course his career is dead now I don't think he will I won't say 100% maybe he will be back in a couple of years and I, I, will, I don't think he will be back because I don't think any movie studio will take this bad baggage of bad shit to their film uh, actor with so so much negativity so much violence in strike record an asshole I don't think any movie studios even if it's a big actor will take him to do a film so his career his career is dead and I'm very happy that he's dead this guy needs to be in prison or needs some help because he certainly doesn't do well but write, write in the comments what do you think about this have you read about this have you heard about this uh, what do you think of this because I hugely admired this actor he was a great actor he was a great flash phenomenal flash he was funny he was quirky he was he's a great actor overall and even in the Fantastic Beast franchise he has the great facial expression of an evil antagonist he did great but the way he behaved is not it's unforgivable according to me this guy's they need to be in prison or he needs help and I hope the people who got affected by him are well now and I hope they get their medical uh, medical help they needed and I hope they're well uh, all respect to them but this guy I don't know what to tell me he, he's a piece of shit that's what I'm gonna tell you about well, write on the comments what you know about this have you read it have you read the latest news have you heard about this what do you think of this write in the comments below and let's discuss here and for me if I think I think the new flash if I think they're gonna recast the flash or they're gonna overall drop the film and reinvent the DCEU and have a Kevin Feige like figure as David Zaslav wants I think they're gonna reinvent the DC universe with the movies they have now because Aquaman is a great film it's a successful franchise James Wan did great work and of course uh, Shazam was a really fun film and I'm looking forward for the sequel and that's it and Batman of course you have to talk about Batman Batman's great either they do connect everything like Marvel did but 
everyone is not like Marvel. Marvel is doing different every time they release a movie and connect all the movies together in one universe. And everyone can't do that. Marvel didn't just have luck, but they took a lot of risks while making this film. Because first, there was like a, they were like an independent film studio, a little studio, when they made Iron Man, which became a huge success. And it was like a do-or-die situation with Iron Man. And then they have a great track record from there and there and there. They take a lot of risks. They, they uh, make movies with great story, storytellers, great directors, underrated directors. They do a great work overall. But DCU, I think they can make that. There is a possibility they will make like Marvel, reinvent the DC universe, or they make independent films, not independent films, that's wrong individual films of every character in their own universe and create expand that universe like the math waves are doing with batman they're going to expand that batman dark new noir universe because that film was great and they're going to like have the new show which is connected to the batman universe with colin farrell the penguin series which will be a crime drama thriller series and then they're going to have like psychological thriller series on arkham asylum and anthology series so they're like expanding the Batman universe of Matt Reeves. And I'm so looking forward to those shows because that universe they did in Batman, that vibe they gave from the film was really good. So if I'm going to choose one Flash, I think the Flash who, had, who became the first Flash, Grant Gustin. I think it was Grant Gustin. I don't know. You know the CW show, The Flash, which was not a good show according to me, but he was a great Flash. He was the first Flash in the TV industry and the film industry, DC Universe industry. So I, think, I think he should play the new Flash. He should continue playing Flash after the TV show. We all know his origin story. We, we all know what he went through. He has been the Flash for nine years now. The ninth and final season is going to release soon. So I think he should continue playing Flash in the movie because he is also a good actor. And people love him as a Flash. All the Flash fans love him as a Flash. Of course, they love Ezra Miller too, but I think many people's mindset of Ezra Miller has changed, like me. This guy is an asshole. He's an asshole. Fucking asshole. So, that was of him. If it comes more news about him, of course, I will talk about it later on the podcast and the video. And, of course, write what you think about this and write what you think. What should happen to Ezra Miller from now on? And let's discuss it on the comments. So, my friends, that was all for this first episode on English. I've done this podcast for six months, but now I'm doing it on English, and I will continue to do all the videos and podcasts on English on my YouTube channel, on the podcast feed. So write on the comments what you think down below. It will be really helpful for me to grow, and thanks to all who have listened to my podcast, of course, and subscribe to my YouTube channel and watch my videos. It really means a lot. And please write down the comments. What do you think will be nice to hear from me and what topics do you want me to discuss? Of course, you can expect book reviews and book talks, uh, book hauls on my YouTube channel, not only movies. And mostly on my podcast and these long videos, there will only be movie-related topics. Talk about the news that happens in the Hollywood industry or the Indian film industry or the Asian film, Pacific industry, Japanese films, Korean films. Most of those I read from trusted sources like Hollywood Reporter, Deadline, comicbooks.com, Collider, all the great sources. I don't tell rumors. I usually not tell rumors. I hint some rumors that are spreading around the world, but I don't usually 
trust them. So I usually talk to them with a grain of salt. But all the news from the trusted sources, I usually tell because these guys know what they're doing. Variety, Deadline, they know what they're doing. They are like the highest pillar of Hollywood news. And not only Hollywood, they cover all the overall cinema industry too. Like Indian cinema, Asian Pacific cinema, Middle Eastern cinema, everything. So let me know in the comments below what you thought about this. And if you're listening, thank you for listening. And let I will see you on my next video and, of course, next podcast. Have a nice day. Have a great spring. And I'll see you later.